Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi, everyone. Well, I'm not sure about you, but as a Norway Knight fan, I'm still smiling after last Thursday night's victory over North Central. Oh, baby, what a great game that was after losing the week prior to the number one ranked Pickford Panthers. The Knights made it very clear prior to the start of the season that if there was one game on the schedule they wanted to win, it was this one against rival North Central. And who blames them? North Central has won the state title the last three years. They won 41 games in a row until losing a couple weeks ago to Lakeland and Hubble. And since Norway came into eight-man football, the Knights have never beat the Jets. And on top of that, the Knights, with a loss to Pickford, really needed a win to make sure they qualify for the playoffs. So let's just say no pressure going into this one, right? Ha ha. Let's get to the game, and the Jets get the ball first after a nice return out to the Jets' 48-yard line. North Central started to work the run game early, going left, then up the middle, and moving to the right side of the field, getting the ball down to the Knights' 38-yard line. On second down and 10, Norway's defense came up with a huge stop as Jets' Lane Grzynski takes a direct snap and attempts to get to the left edge on the run, but it's Riley Jakalovitz that shuts down the end and forces Grzynski to retreat, losing 10 yards on the play. Things were looking good early on for Norway, but on the very next play, Lane Grzynski again takes a direct snap left of center, and this time takes it the other way, picks up a key block from running back Jordan Walters and gets to the edge and down the sidelines for the 48-yard TD run to give the Jets an early 7-0 lead over Norway. On Norway's first possession, they get one first down as they try to establish the run, but are forced to punt the ball from their own 31-yard line. A line drive punt is taken at the Jets' 41-yard line, and with room to run, return man Jacob Grzynski does just that. Grzynski, across midfield, takes it all the way down to the Knights' 10-yard line before being pushed out of bounds. After picking up a total of five yards on first and second down running the ball, Lane Grzynski decides to pass, and he finds Jacob Grzynski wide open in the left flats for the TD pass. Extra point is good, and all of a sudden, with 5.07 to go in the first quarter, North Central is up 14 to nothing. That's all the scoring we saw in the first quarter, and very quickly you could feel the Knights fans getting very nervous going into quarter number two. Let's jump into the midway point of the second quarter, and the Jets are driving. Ball on the Knights' 44-yard line, and Jacob Krasinski on fourth and eight goes back to pass. He has a man open on the crossing route, but gets rid of it a little late. The ball is deflected straight up into the air after a great play by cornerback cornerback Landon Amundsen. Before the ball hits the ground, Hayden Amundsen dives and makes the interception, giving the Knights life in the second quarter. So it seemed as if in that second quarter is when the Knights found a hole in the North Central defense. Early on, the Knights were desperately trying to establish the run, and were struggling, but in the second quarter, it was clear the passing game was going to be the place to expose some weakness on the Jets' D. First play of the drive, and it's quarterback Cole By finding Alex Ortman on a five-yard hook route. Ortman makes a nice move after the catch and heads down the middle of the field, picking up 26 yards on the catch. On third down and two from the Jets' 33-yard line, Ian Pop in the shotgun, takes the snap and goes to his right, picking up a couple of blocks from Bryce Adams and Hayden Amundsen to get to the edge and go untouched to the end zone. 
And now all of a sudden there's a little buzz at Romberg Field as the Knights get on the board and trail 6-14. to 14. Knights, Knights kick off and the Jets get the ball back with 5.40 to go in the half at their own 36-yard line. Norway's defense has controlled so many games this year. Was this the game they were going to bring this team back from behind? Well, three plays into this drive from the Norway 44-yard line. The Jets have everyone in tight. Snap goes to Lane Gorzinski, and he's got run on his mind all the way. The big problem with that is he drops a snap, and it bounces off his knee forward. Coming off of that defensive end position is Riley Jackalovitz, picks up the fumble, and Norway is right back in business on their own 46. By back in shotgun formation, has Ortman in motion. He comes towards the QB, stops about halfway, turns on a dime on the snap, and goes straight back to the flats. By tosses it over to him, and nobody picked him up, and Ortman once again takes off down the far sideline before being pushed out of bounds at the 19-yard line of North Central. Things were looking good, but after a couple of short gains and a big penalty, the Knights were looking at 4th and 22 from the Jets' 32-yard line. So by goes in shotgun, this time with Ortman lined behind Adams in a stack formation on the near side of the field. On the snap, Bryce Adams going inside across the middle, and Ortman takes a slant to the end zone in the middle of the field. He has a step on Lane Grzynski, and by throws a great pass over the shoulder that Ortman is able to haul in for the Knights' second touchdown of the game with 4.19 to go in the half. The Knights are within two, 12-14. The Norway defense continue to play well in that second quarter, not allowing North Central to get much more going before uh, the end of the half. On a long pass attempt to end the half, Lane Grzynski gets picked for the second time by Ian Pop as he airs it down the near side of the field. That's the way the half would end, and the Knights' defense collects three turnovers in the second quarter, helping the offense to get back in this one 12-14. Here's my weekly halftime thought. School spirit. Hey, Norway, your football team is on the verge of a conference title. This will be the first conference title for the Knights in the Great Lakes West Conference. You have one regular season game that you really should win on Friday night. Can I ask you to make plans to be at that game at Roundberg Field Friday night? The world is a very busy place. Lots of choices for everyone to utilize any or all of your free time, but this Friday night, try and make it a football night, Norway. Make it a Norway night and help this team likely celebrate a season of accomplishments to this point. Love your school, show support, and give the team a boost as they await on Saturday to see where and who they play in round one of the playoffs. This team, as we've talked about, has overcome so many things this season and should be celebrated for reminding all of us that goals can be achieved despite adversity as long as a team stays the course. As a team as this team, the Norway Knights, have done. So often, many outside the team forget how important the support coming from the student body, parents, and community can be. I'm here to remind you, possibly just inform you, that as a player, the moment you look up into those stands and see a packed house is a moment the fan plays a critical role in its team's success. Show your school spirit Friday night and help this team reach its ultimate goal, a championship. Friday night. A conference championship is on the line, and every Norway Knight will share in that title. Make time, clap your hands, cheer on your team, and don't forget the brats and popcorn at the concession stand are really, really good.
See you Friday night, and don't take for granted a conference championship. It's a big deal. And it's not just a football thing. It is a Norway thing. Be part of that thing. It's going to be fun. And that's my halftime thought. Let's get to the second half. All right, everybody was ready to get this half started as Norway had a dominant second quarter, and the crowd was hoping to see it continue with Norway hopefully taking the lead. Knights get the ball to start the second half at their own 40-yard line. After a big second quarter passing, the idea that we may see more of Cole by taking it to the air in the second half seemed likely. First play, we did not see the pass as a pitch outside right stalled and the Knights lost a couple. Second down and 12, and the, then this time, Colby fakes the pitch to the right, drawing the linebackers forward. By quickly turns downfield, and it's sophomore Cameron Varda in motion from the right side and straight up the middle on a go route that By sees and hits the speedster in stride with two steps on his defender. Varda puts it in high gear and goes 61 yards for the TD and putting the Knights in front of the, for the first time in this game. Interesting formation on the two-point conversion. Ian Pop in shotgun with Cole By, who's a far receiver. Maddox Berklin lined up at the left tight end. Ball is snapped to Pop, who flips it to Cole By, coming toward him from the far side. Berklin breaks from the line of scrimmage, uncovered. By sees the open sophomore and throws on the run, hitting the Knights lineman for the two-point conversion and putting the Knights up in this one, 20-14. to 14. Now, you knew the Jets weren't just going to lay down now that the Knights finally jumped out in front. North Central, with 37 seconds remaining in the third quarter, in trouble again, fourth and 17 from the Knights' 19-yard line, and it's Lane Grzynski in shotgun formation with a single receiver flanked to his right and stacked wideouts on the left. Grzynski back to pass, waiting, waiting, and has Norway pressure up the middle from Hotamaki. Grzynski throws off his back foot for Jacob Grzynski in the end zone. The throw is off, but like a good back shoulder pass that would be thrown to the sideline, Jacob Krasinski falls to his backside behind the Norway fender and somehow, someway, comes up with the catch for the tying score. And after three quarters of play, the Knights and the Jets are tied at 20. The Knights get the ball back at their own 20. How will they respond? Well, I can tell you the mood is tense again at the field, and the Knights are able to drive the ball down to the Jets' 44-yard line. After six straight pass plays, the Knights on first and 10 go to the air again. Colby gets pressure up the middle from the Jets' defense, but somehow, some way, he still has the strength to air it out to Ian Pop, who's crossing the middle of the field. By's arm looked as if it was hit on the release, but he is still able to hit Pop in stride at the Jets' 18-yard line. Pop puts the brakes on at the 15-yard line with one man to beat, and just that does just that as the defender could not stop Pop's cutback move. Knights back on top with 10.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Norway 26, North Central 20. The defense continued to play well with about four minutes left to play. The Jets are forced to go for it on fourth and eight from the Knights' 18-yard line. And the game's on the line. Lane Grzynski gets some time in the pocket to throw and sends it to the end zone. Looking for Jacob Krasinski, the pass is well defended in the back of the end zone, and the ball bounces off of a couple of defenders' hands as it falls gently to the ground and ending the drive for the Jets. Norway looking to run some clock from the 18-yard line, pitches it over to Ian Pop. Pop hesitates and then cuts it up the middle and across the field, finding room to run, and run he does. Untouched for 82 yards and the TD providing a two-score cushion 
for the Knights with 3.38 to go in this one and now up 32-20. to 20. North Central gets it back and is able to convert with 1.15 to go in the game. It was Lane Grzynski taking the snap and going up the middle for 15 yards and the TD pulling the Jets within six points, 32-26 to 26, with 1.15 to go in this ball game. The Knights are able to thwart the onside kick attempt and quickly go into victory formation, running the clock out and beating North Central for the first time in eight-man football, 32-26. to 26. So it was a very big win for the Knights, and it should be said, respect to the Norway coaching staff for making the necessary adjustments to the game plan after going down 14-0 in the first quarter. Clearly, they found success in the second quarter with the passing game and stuck with it from there on out. Defense really made a stand in the second quarter, capturing three turnovers and providing the offense with the ball right when they needed it. The Knights won when they had to win. Congratulations to the Norway Knights. Now let's get to the stats. On offense, quarterback Cole By was 12 of 24 passing for 258 yards and three TDs. Alex Ortman had another big night with six catches for 132 yards and one touchdown. Cameron Varda only had one catch, but it was a big one for 61 yards and the TD. Ian Pop had three catches for 54 yards and one TD. And Bryce Adams had two, two catches for 11 yards. On the ground, Ian Pop ran the ball 10 times for 143 yards and two touchdowns. Cole By ran one time for 11 yards, and Cameron Varda rushed once for three yards. Total offense for the Norway Knights was 415 yards, 258 by air, and 157 on the ground. Defensively, Hayden Amundsen had nine tackles, two for a loss, and an interception. Ian Pop had eight tackles, one for a loss, and an interception. Cameron Varda with six tackles, excuse me, two for a loss. Maddox Berklin, six tackles, one for a loss. Riley Jackalovitz had a fumble recovery, and Landon Amundsen was credited with an interception. So let's talk about Friday night in the last regular season game. The Stevenson Eagles are coming to town, and at stake is the Great Lakes West Conference. The Knights control their own destiny, and with a win here in Norway against the Stevenson Eagles, that would give the Knights the conference. Hey, Knights fans, make sure you have 106.7 FM saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHTO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say, if you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on WHTORadio.com. Anytime, anywhere, it's WHTO Radio Sports that you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play. If you want to hear the nightcap every week, head over to simplysmith.com, click on the nightcap tab, and get all the latest episodes. You can also go to the podcast section and get your audio-only version here. The Nightcap is available via podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify. If you are a Facebook user, please follow my page at Simply Smith Sports. It's all new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com or on Facebook at Simply Smith Sports. That's simplysmith.com for the Nightcap and so much more. So the Stevenson Eagles sitting at a record of 1-7 and seven on the season and really struggling this year. The Eagles' one victory came on a forfeit last week as they were supposed to be playing Carninato. The Forest Park Trojans have played Stevenson twice this year and outscored the Eagles 114-8. On the season, Stevenson has scored 66 points and have allowed 282 points. Offensively, they run quite a bit of I formation along with some QB option plays. 
As you look at these two teams today, just in two different places, both offensively and defensively. Bottom line, the Knights are heavily favored to win this game Friday night. It's the last regular season home game with the conference championship on the line against a team that is currently on a down year. Looking for the Knights to have a pretty big game and wrap up the conference at Romberg Field in Norway. Kickoff is Friday night, and if you can get to Romberg Field, they really need you there to cheer them to a victory and a conference championship. Come on down, get loud, and make it a Norway night. Otherwise, you can join me Friday night. I'll have the WHDO Sports pregame show starting at 5.45 p.m., followed by kickoff at 6 p.m. on 106.7 FM The Mountain and streaming live at whdoradio.com. If you happen to miss the game, come right back here to simplysmith.com, and I will bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of the night's first playoff game the following week. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to The Nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live life with purpose.